Welcome to Love Uncensored, the modern guide to dating and relationships. I'm your host, Nicole Colantoni, a dating and relationship coach. And each week, along with special guests who aren't afraid to speak their minds, we challenge norms and expectations in love and relationships. From childhood trauma to sex, we explore the uncomfortable and unspoken, providing valuable insight and actionable advice for building healthier relationships. Join us for candid conversations about all things love, whether you're single, in a relationship, or somewhere in between. Hello and welcome to today's episode, five tips to navigating a relationship with an avoidant partner who won't commit. Before we dive in, I really wanted to give you a quick update on my journey with chronic fatigue and MDDS. It's been a tough road, to say the least. Even as I sit here recording this episode, I still feel like I'm on a never-ending boat ride. But I've been exploring new treatments and therapies, including neurotherapy. And even though it sucks, I truly believe in the power of self-healing and the plasticity of our brains. So I'm hopeful that one day soon, I'll be able to step off this neurological boat and feel like myself again. As a dating and relationship coach and the host of a podcast about dating and relationships, I really want to normalize that even my relationship has been put to the test due to my recent health condition. I've experienced exhaustion, illness, and allowed my triggers to take over at times. So before we start this app, I really want to emphasize that there's no such thing as a perfect couple or relationship. What really matters is that you and your partner are committed to doing the work on yourselves and to each other. And with that, I really believe anyone can overcome anything that comes their way. To circle back though, I'm really excited to explore navigating the treacherous waters of dating someone who won't commit with you today. Because we've all been there, right? You meet someone who seems great, you go on a few dates and things start to heat up. But then just as you're ready to take things to the next level, your partner pulls away Maybe they say they're not looking for anything serious, or maybe they just seem hesitant to commit. Whatever the reason, it can be frustrating, confusing, and even heartbreaking. Then there's the push and pull of an on-again, off-again relationship. It can be exhilarating, maddening, and downright exhausting all at once. But add in the fact that your partner is never willing to commit and you've got a recipe for frustration on a whole new level. You try to walk away, but they always seem to pull you back in. You want more, but they're always just out of reach. It's enough to make even the most patient person want to scream. Then we're left wondering why we put up with it. Maybe it's the hope that things will change the fear of being alone, or just plain old-fashioned love. Whatever the reason, one thing is clear. Dating someone with a push-pull dynamic who refuses to commit is a roller coaster ride that can leave you feeling dizzy, disoriented, and desperate for some solid ground to stand on. I know this because I've been down that road too many times. I've dated partners who have played with my heart, making me feel like I was on the brink of a real connection, only to pull away and leave me feeling abandoned and alone. 
Each time, I would try to convince myself that things would be different if we gave it another chance. But deep down, I knew it was the same old pattern. I've also been in long-term relationships with people who always made me feel like an option, even though we were together for years. It's a painful place to be, constantly feeling like you're not a priority, like you're not enough. So I've questioned my worth, my sanity, and whether I would ever find the kind of love I was looking for. But you know what? Eventually, I came to realize it wasn't me with the problem and that it was actually them all along. So why do some people have such a hard time with commitment? Well, there could be a variety of factors at play. Some people may have been hurt in the past and are hesitant to open themselves up to that kind of vulnerability again. For others, it could be related to their attachment style, particularly if they have an avoidant attachment style. This can cause them to pull away when things start to get too close or intimate, leading to a frustrating push-pull dynamic in the relationship. Alternatively, some people may simply enjoy the thrill of the chase and the excitement of new relationships, but quickly lose interest once things start to settle down. Whatever the reason, the fact remains that dating someone who doesn't want to commit can be a real challenge. It can leave you feeling unsure about where you stand, anxious about the future, and even questioning your own worth and value. In today's episode, we're going to explore how attachment styles play a major role in these types of relationships. Specifically, we'll be focusing on people with an avoidant attachment style who tend to pull away when things get too close or intimate. We'll dive deep into the psychology behind this attachment style and explore why it can be so challenging to date someone who has it. I'll also be sharing five strategies for dating someone with an avoidant attachment style so that you can navigate these tricky waters with more ease and grace and learn how to make love work, even with those who seem to want to run away from it. Whether you're currently navigating a difficult relationship or just curious about the topic, this episode has got you covered, so let's get started. So attachment styles have become a bit of a hot topic in pop culture, thanks in part to one of my favorite books called Attached. And it's no wonder because understanding your attachment style can be a game changer when it comes to building healthy and fulfilling relationships. By exploring how our early experiences with caregivers shape our attachment style, we can better understand why we may be drawn to certain partners or why we struggle with certain relationship patterns and how to communicate our needs and boundaries effectively. So first things first, let's talk about the different types of attachment styles out there. First up, there's the anxious attachment style. Those who crave closeness and intimacy, but can sometimes become clingy or needy in relationships. Next, there's the avoidant attachment style. Those who tend to pull away from emotional intimacy and may struggle to fully commit in relationships. And then there's the secure attachment style. Those who are comfortable with intimacy and have a healthy balance of independence and connection in their relationships. But that's not all. There are also combinations of these styles, such as anxious avoidant or secure anxious and even disorganized. 
around 50% of the population falls into the secure attachment category, while the other 50% falls into the anxious or avoidant attachment styles. That's why it's so important to get a handle on what these styles mean and how they can impact your love life. So let's dive deeper into how each of these styles really work. So if you're the type of person who feels comfortable relying on others and also enjoys being alone, you may have a secure attachment style. People with this attachment style tend to have healthy, stable relationships and don't feel too clingy or distant from their partners. They trust their partners and aren't afraid to show vulnerability, making for a strong and supportive connection. A solid foundation of affection, attention, and emotional support really forms the cornerstone of a secure attachment style. Think of it this way, just like a seed needs nurturing soil and water to grow into a healthy plant, a child needs a loving and supportive environment to develop into a confident and secure adult. Children who grow up in a home where their emotional needs are consistently met by attentive and responsive caregivers are more likely to develop a secure attachment style. This means they feel comfortable expressing their emotions, forming healthy relationships, and trusting others. If you're the type of person who craves intimacy and fears abandonment, though, you might have an anxious attachment style. People with this attachment style often feel insecure in their relationships and worry that their partner will leave them. They tend to need a lot of reassurance and may be more likely to overthink and overanalyze their relationships. Imagine you're on a roller coaster, except instead of a thrilling ride, it's a constant cycle of uncertainty and fear. That's what it's like for someone with an anxious attachment style, where their past experiences shape their present and future relationships. Growing up in an environment where caregivers are inconsistent with their affection, attention, and responsiveness can create a sense of insecurity and anxiety in children. As a result, they may develop a constant need for reassurance and validation from their partners out of fear of being abandoned or rejected. They may also struggle to trust others and regulate their emotions, or they may feel like they're constantly walking on eggshells, afraid that any misstep will cause their world to crumble. Think of it as a backpack that's always weighing you down, filled with the emotional baggage of past experiences. Whereas if you're someone who values independence and avoids getting too close to others, you may have an avoidant attachment style. People with this attachment style tend to be more self-reliant and may feel uncomfortable with emotional intimacy. They often fear losing their independence and may push their partners away to maintain a sense of control. Growing up, we learn to protect ourselves in different ways. For some, it means building walls instead of bridges. An avoidant attachment style is like a fortress that keeps emotions at bay, built as a defense mechanism against a childhood that lacked emotional connection and warmth. Just like a fortress, an avoidant attachment style provides a sense of safety and security, but it also creates distance in relationships. Individuals with an avoidant attachment style may struggle to trust others, avoid emotional intimacy, and prefer solitude over socializing. People with this attachment style tend to avoid emotional intimacy, often because they fear rejection or vulnerability. 
If a child's upbringing is marked by emotional neglect or inconsistency, they may learn to suppress their emotions and prioritize independence. Sometimes developing an avoidant attachment style can actually be a trauma response to a painful past experience, such as the loss of a parent or even a sibling. While this may be a survival tactic in the short term, it can actually lead to difficulty forming deep connections and feeling isolated in the long run. Imagine love is like a dance, but when your partner has an avoidant attachment style, they act as though you're constantly stepping on their toes. Their tendency to push you away and avoid emotional intimacy can make dating difficult, and I'll explore why in more detail now. When life gives you lemons, some people make lemonade and others use them to fuel their drive for success. What I mean by that is that individuals with an avoidant attachment style may channel their fears of emotional intimacy into a hyper-independent, overachieving lifestyle driven by a need to prove their worth to themselves as well as others. Like a superhero who can't rely on anyone else but themselves, those with an avoidant attachment style often excel in areas where they can be in complete control. While this can lead to impressive accomplishments, it can also result in emotional isolation and difficulty forming lasting relationships. Their fear of emotional intimacy can lead to a host of difficult scenarios, including Number one, hot and cold treatment. One moment they may be showering you with affection and the next they may pull away and seem distant, leaving you confused and wondering what you did wrong. Number two, hyper-independence. Individuals with an avoidant attachment style may prioritize their independence and personal space, often leaving little room for emotional connection and leaving you feeling lonely. Number three, the elusive disappearing act. They may suddenly disappear without explanation or go MIA for extended periods, leaving you feeling abandoned and hurt. And number four, the communication black hole. They may struggle to express their emotions or talk about their feelings, leaving you feeling shut out and unheard. And each of these scenarios can also leave you feeling confused, hurt, and wondering where you stand. Like a puzzle with missing pieces, dating someone with an avoidant attachment style can be frustrating and cause you to feel incomplete. They may seem aloof or uninterested one moment and then suddenly want your attention and affection the next. And this is particularly true when it comes to the anxious avoidant dynamic, which I'll explain in further detail now. So it's no secret that opposites attract, but when it comes to attachment styles, the attraction between avoidant and anxious partners can be intense and complicated. Imagine explosive fireworks or two opposite magnets being pulled towards each other, creating a heightened sense of passion and desire. The avoidant person is drawn to the anxious person's warmth, affection, and emotional expressiveness, while the anxious person is attracted to the avoidant person's coolness, independence, and mysteriousness. While avoidant individuals crave independence and distance, anxious individuals crave closeness and intimacy. This attraction can create a powerful dynamic, but it can also lead to a cycle of chasing and distancing that can be emotionally exhausting. It can also lead to a roller coaster ride of emotions, leaving both partners feeling confused and frustrated. 
The challenge lies in finding a balance between the needs of both partners. Anxious partners may feel neglected and rejected when their avoidant partner pulls away. And avoidant partners may feel trapped and suffocated when their anxious partner clings too tightly. This can create a push-pull dynamic that leaves both partners feeling frustrated and dissatisfied. Overall, while the attraction between avoidant and anxious partners can be intense to break this cycle, it's important to recognize the challenges that come with it and work towards finding a balance that honors both partners' needs and emotional well-being. The good news is, regardless of your attachment style, there are ways to navigate a relationship with someone with an avoidant attachment style through empathy, open communication, patience, and a willingness to accept their emotional limitations. You can help them feel secure and build a lasting connection. However, it's important to remember that you deserve to feel loved and valued in a relationship. And if dating someone with an avoidant attachment style consistently brings you pain and heartache, it may be time to prioritize your own emotional well-being and consider moving on. But I'll touch on this some more later though. As the saying goes, love is a battlefield. And when it comes to dating someone with an avoidant attachment style, it really is important to tread carefully. Their fear of emotional intimacy and tendency to push people away can make you feel like you're tiptoeing through a minefield. But with the right approach, you can build a strong and meaningful connection. Like a delicate balancing act, navigating a relationship with someone who has an avoidant attachment style requires patience, empathy, and a willingness to respect their emotional boundaries. Rushing in too quickly or trying to force intimacy can cause them to pull away, leaving you feeling rejected and hurt. Instead, you want to try to create a safe space where they feel comfortable opening up and sharing their feelings. While dating someone with an avoidant attachment style can be challenging, it's important to remember that it's not your fault, nor is it your job to fix them or change their behavior. You deserve to feel loved and valued in a relationship. That being said, here are some strategies to help you navigate the perplexing terrain of dating an avoidant person. So if you're looking to win the heart of someone with an avoidant attachment style, here are five strategies to help. Number one, when dating someone with an avoidant attachment style, it's essential to take things slow. Avoidants have a fear of emotional intimacy, so rushing into things can cause them to pull away. Instead, focus on building a connection gradually through mutual interests and shared experiences. By taking things slow, you can help your partner feel more comfortable and secure in the relationship. Number two, empathy is key when dating someone with an avoidant attachment style. Avoidants often struggle to express their emotions and it can be challenging for them to open up. By showing empathy and understanding, you can create a safe space for your partner to share their feelings without feeling judged or rejected. Number three, avoidance have strong emotional boundaries and it's crucial to respect them. Pushing your partner to open up before they're ready can cause them to withdraw and become more distant. Instead, focus on building trust and gradually encouraging them to open up at their own pace. Number four, communication is crucial when dating someone with an avoidant attachment style. Avoidants tend to avoid confrontation, so it's essential to communicate openly and honestly about your needs and expectations. By doing so, you can build a deeper connection and avoid misunderstandings. 
If you're really struggling to get your avoidant partner to open up though, try breaking the ice with a fun activity like grabbing a drink or cooking together. And as you engage in the activity, make an effort to ask open-ended questions and actively listen to their responses. This relaxed and playful environment can help them feel more comfortable and willing to share. When it comes to communication with an avoidant partner, it's super important to be direct and respectful. Avoid beating around the bush or using passive-aggressive language. Instead, use I statements to express your own feelings and needs and give them space to express their own feelings too. Remember to always be respectful of their emotional boundaries and limitations and avoid pressuring them into anything they're not ready for. And number five, it's crucial not to take your partner's behavior personally. Remember that avoidance have a fear of emotional intimacy and it's not a reflection of your worth or value as a person. Love can be intoxicating and it's hard to imagine life without someone who has been a part of it for so long. But when it comes to an avoidant partner who repeatedly fails to meet your emotional needs, it can feel like you're trapped in an emotional roller coaster. You may find yourself hoping and praying that they will change, holding on to the idea that things will get better with time. But the truth is, unless they are willing to make significant changes, this is just a recipe for disappointment and heartache. It can be incredibly challenging to walk away from someone you love, especially when there's a long history between you. You may feel like you're giving up on something that you've invested so much time and effort into or worry about what other people would think. However, staying in a relationship that's not meeting your needs is not just unhealthy, but can also be damaging to your self-esteem and mental health. By walking away from an avoidant partner who is not giving you what you want, you're actually stepping into your power and honoring your self-worth. It's not easy to recognize when it's time to let go of someone you love, but doing so shows that you value yourself and believe that you deserve to be treated with love and respect. It also frees you up to find a partner who is better suited to your emotional needs and who you can build a healthy, fulfilling relationship with. Remember that walking away from an avoidant partner doesn't mean that you don't love them or that the relationship was a failure. It simply means that you are choosing to prioritize your emotional well-being and happiness over clinging to something that's not working. You're also saying yes to the possibility of a brighter and happier future. So if you're really struggling to walk away, here are four empowering ways to help step into your power and prioritize your emotional well-being. Number one, it's easy to lose sight of what truly matters to you when you're caught up in a toxic relationship. So try to take some time to reconnect with your values and identify what's most important to you and use these values as a guiding force to help you make decisions that align with your best interests. Number two, if you're constantly giving and receiving little in return, it's time to set clear boundaries. So communicate your needs and expectations to your partner and be firm in enforcing them and let them know what you will and will not tolerate in the relationship moving forward. Number three, breaking free from an avoidant partner can be challenging and you don't have to do it alone. Try seek out support from friends, family, or a professional who can help you navigate this difficult time. Having a support system can provide you with the strength and encouragement you need to walk away from a toxic relationship. And number four, try to take care of yourself during this challenging time. Focus on self-care activities that bring you joy and fulfillment, whether it's yoga, meditation, or spending time with loved ones. Trust me when I say prioritizing your well-being will help you feel more empowered and confident in your decision to walk away from a relationship that no longer serves you. 
So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Please don't forget to show some love for Love Uncensored by leaving a review. As a thank you, I'll give a shout out to all reviewers at the start of each episode and send a special surprise your way. Let's continue to create a community where love and relationships are explored openly and candidly by subscribing and sharing the podcast with your friends and family, as well as following me on Instagram at love.uncensored.podcast or joining the private Facebook group, Love Uncensored, The Modern Guide to Dating and Relationships, to be part of a supportive community designed to help you navigate life, love, and relationships on your own terms and without judgment. I'll see you in the next step with a very special guest.